This is an Off the Tongue Podcast. Hey, Doug here. Greg. And this is Mike. And we are the It's Funny That Makes It Okay Podcast and part of the Off the Tongue Podcast Network, where you can also find the Greener Grass Podcast, Teach a Dummy Podcast, Skate Ohio Podcast, and the original Copycast Podcast, all found anywhere you find your podcasts. Hey, welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the show. How are you? Are you, you still stuffed from Thanksgiving? Yes. Undo your pants. <laughs> pop that button. Maybe well, you have your wearing, sweatpants on. Did you have your two size, two small pants no, on? Or I or went no, I went and I dressed as a turkey. <laughs> oh, for you the dressed week as before. a turkey. That's right. <laughs> Even though Mike said we had to do it a week other than around Thanksgiving, I still took the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Week. Well, I noticed you're still wearing it. Well. <laughs> It's so sexy. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Somebody then gave him a bath. and uh, yeah, Somebody gave me a bath. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's all from last week's episode. We had to clear out the mashed potatoes out of the bathtub that's, that's first. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get right into it here. I think uh, Greg and Mike have something right off the top. And then uh, robots and animals are trying to destroy mankind. So we got <laughs> I think a couple they're going to succeed. They, well, what they don't, we'll kill ourselves off for the rest. So yeah. Uh, then we, we're going to talk about not Christmas, but some. You may be looking for gifts, and maybe we've got some suggestions for gifts. We've got some memorabilia, celebrity memorabilia, and kind of what they go for. I'll let you guys. I'll play. We'll play a little game. You can guess how much it went for. And uh, then we've got some people that are probably on Santa's naughty list. Uh, we, we've got a few. Christmas criminals that are going to end up on Santa's naughty list. They're going to get a lump of coal in their shirt. Yes, they are. A Christmas criminal. A Christmas criminal. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Ow! I don't know who's got who to jump go in first. first? Sure, yeah, All right, first. Mike. All right. So I've seen this story. This is worth a little chuckle here. The uh, headline pretty much is a good summary, but I'll, uh, uh, I'll go ahead and read it anyway. It says, Three Missouri men broke into an abandoned jail, accidentally locked themselves in a cell, called 911 for help, then went to a real jail. Master criminal mind. Yes. Master yes. minds of criminals. Yes. Whatever. So the story uh, story goes, three St. Louis trespassers had broke into a recently closed prison that was nicknamed the workhouse to loot the place. Uh, the workhouse had closed down in 2022. Uh, from allegations of inhumane conditions and has sat empty since. So it says since the building was recently closed, there had been a lot of valuable stuff that hadn't been moved out, like TVs and computers, which not quite sure why those are just left to sit in there. But <laughs> Yeah, for over a year. Yeah, that's a question for another day, I guess. But these guys, they were, you know, like Doug said, I, they were criminals. So, I mean, they're taking advantage of the situation. They want to go take some TVs and computers, you know, help themselves a little bit. Um, I don't know how they locked themselves into a cell, but uh, all three of them apparently accomplished the feat. <laughs> nice. So, um, it's lucky they didn't accidentally use the electric chair or something. Oh yeah, that one. And why are you breaking into a jail, and even if it's <laughs> abandoned? I mean, what what is your what's your end game? What's your best case scenario with this? Free TV. <sighs> I mean, walk out with a few TVs, I guess. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's you can just apparently do that at a Target. I, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. And, it's a and not TV. go to jail. Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, anyway, they had their cell phones on them. So they called 911 to, <laughs> to get a rescue out of a jail cell from oh an abandoned jail. Gosh. And then uh, Hello, the police. 911. They saved them. Yeah, they rescued them. But uh, they gave them a nice one-way trip to a, another jail cell. A working jail cell. Nice. I just picture the call, though. It's like 911, watch your emergency. Uh, we're in jail. <laughs> I can't get out of the jail cell. Okay. <laughs> you want us to help you with that? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a fun uh, phone call to get. It would be. Get, to get that release, get that transcript or something. That would be hilarious. That'd be funny. <laughs> so they were arrested and booked on trespassing, property damage, burglary, and stealing charges. Sheesh. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work just to be locked in a jail cell. <laughs> yes, it does. I wonder, yeah, you'd like to meet the, the criminal, the mastermind of that group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're in the clink. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're in the clink. In the clink. <laughs> Hopefully the, the mentors don't get them too much. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, anyway. All right. Well, I, I have a gripe tonight. <clears throat> what? <laughs> oh, good one. No. <laughs> so I've had this same company before. 
little different gripe, though, and that would be <clears throat> Menards. Last time it was I accidentally ordered <laughs> the, app. the app to the wrong <laughs> Menards store. And now your gripe is you're saving big money. I am. Them and their stupid 11% rebate. <clears throat> but we've griped about that before, so I won't, I won't gripe about that tonight. But I placed an order online, not in the app, <laughs> right. online. <clears throat> I ordered a shower enclosure and a base. And I get a call. Man, the first, mashed potatoes really did a number on that other one, didn't they? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> so first off, I get a call from the trucking company <clears throat> last week saying, hey, we have a delivery for you. It's, uh, you know, your shower enclosure or whatever's here. And they were in Springfield. And I said, and they say, can we schedule to drop it off tomorrow? And I'm like, do I need to be home or do you, do, you know, can you just drop it off at like my garage door? Well, we're taking it to Menards. I'm like, well, then why are you calling me? I said, <laughs> call Menards. See when they're open. I don't know what their hours are. Yeah. I'm like, well, why are you calling me then? I said, she goes, Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, I will, you know, I tell you what, take it to Menards. They'll get a hold of me and I'll come pick it up. <laughs> and so I left it at that. They, <clears throat> so then a couple of days later, I get an email from Menards, your shower enclosures in. And I printed it out, and I took it with me, the printout. So I had the order number and everything. And I walked up, walked through the front door, walked up to the customer service desk. And I said, I have this order to pick up. And she goes, oh, you got to go back to the order pickup area in the furthest corner of the store you can go to. So I go all the way back to that corner. And I said, hey, I have an order to pick up this number. And the guy prints out a piece of paper, and he says, Okay, drive around and you can pick it up. So I had to go from the order department back out to my truck to drive around where he just printed the piece of paper for me. I'm like, who organized this? Why am I yeah, having to do, seems... you know, I'm getting my steps in, I guess, but it's like, why am I having to walk to the back corner of the store, get a piece of paper to walk back out to go through the rude security guard? I don't know. Because they, they won't let you through if you don't have that piece of paper. So you got to walk to the corner. I mean, they're going to make you do it. That's ridiculous. So, anyways, my gripe this week, Menards. Okay. that it? That's no it. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a shower. The shower. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to go to this happened in South Korea. Uh, a robot there killed a man. Says a man was crushed to death by a robot in South Korea after it failed to differentiate him from a box of vegetables. <laughs> the victim was a robotics company worker in his forties, inspecting the machine's sensor and a distribution center. And the, the robot said, "What are you doing, Dave?" I don't know, <laughs> but you know what? How does if if a, if you just had a, a person there? I don't think I think there's a seventy percent chance a person would not mistake you for a box of vegetables. No. They may not like you checking Maybe their sensor. Maybe 65, but I, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> checking their sensor may get you crushed to death. That, that might get you in trouble. <laughs> Says the machine, which was lifting boxes of peppers onto a pallet, grabbed the man with its arm and pushed him against the conveyor belt, crushing his face and chest. Wow. Isn't it, yeah, it's like, what? Wouldn't you, you want to put the box down soft anyway? I mean, you don't want to just like <laughs> smash the box down onto the conveyor. What, kind of, yeah, what shape would your vegetables be in? Uh, mashed. Human. <laughs> mashed. Well, the, that particular bunch, I guess, yes. I like this. The robot appears to have malfunctioned. No, <laughs> I, think, no. No, I think the robot did. Ma- well, you don't maybe say. we hope. Maybe the robot's acting exactly yeah. how it's supposed to. Yeah. It says, and identified the man as a box. Maybe the man identified as a box. Yeah. Maybe the man says, I'm a box I'm of vegetables. I'm a box of veggies. My pronouns are pepper and jalapeno. <laughs> and the robot said, okay. <laughs> jalapeno business. That's right. Um, says the police are investing a... Are launching an investigation. Of course they are. Uh, an, an official from the uh, plant. Uh, sorry, here. Hang on. My screen just. Okay. The victim reportedly filled in to conduct tests originally planned for November 6th. Isn't that nice? You get. I'll fill in. I'll, t- I'll do this tomorrow. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> These tests were pushed back. 
uh, due to reported problems with the robot sensor. It's like, well, we can't do it because the robot's too dangerous. You can go in a couple days. Get the tip. We had an intern, don't we? Bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> that poor sack. I'm going to call in sick. So then Marks, a South Korean man in his 50s, suffered serious injuries after being trapped by a robot while working at an automotive manufacturing plant. And then we talked about this. Last July, footage emerged of a chess-playing android breaking a child's finger during a match in Russia yeah, when yeah. the robot grabbed it, thinking it was a piece, and just ripped it across the table. Uh, so the robots are coming for us. Yeah. So, so that, I got a couple yeah. thoughts on this. Okay. So one off, in the article... It says it appeared that the robot became confused. I don't like that they can become confused. They're programmed. They shouldn't be getting confused. Yeah. I mean, well, well it, if it is confused, how about stop? <laughs> yeah. Don't they, keep going. It's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to just quit until somebody tells me something else. Yeah. More instructions, please. I need more input. So that's my first thing. <laughs> then I liked in the story about the, uh, the kid getting his finger grabbed by the robot in the chess game. Yes. <clears throat> in that little section, they're talking to, I don't remember, some director of the chess match or something, and they're blaming the child. Uh, yeah, they weren't yeah, blaming yeah. the robot. They're like, well, he moved too quickly. for the, It's like, it's not his fault. What is it? Yeah, the robot. He's like on fight or flight or something. What the ro- No sudden moves around don't the chess quickly robot. around the robot. Yeah, don't yeah. confuse him. Greg's got a robotic is. vacuum cleaner. You got to walk on tippy toes around it. Oh, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> you don't want to move quick. It'll no. So undoubtedly, you have to move slow. <laughs> is it like when the, uh, you see a bear on a trail, make yourself appear big and make noise? <laughs> you do that with a robot. You like, I'm not a box. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says or move slow. Yeah, move slow, robotic like. So they think you're one of them. Yes. Beep boop boop boop. <laughs> Because I don't want them getting confused. No. Because apparently it just thrashes whatever it's confused about. Yeah. Cause I'm these, confused. But, well, because before long, these are going to be at McDonald's. And you got Flippy oh, yeah. getting confused, and he's going to start flipping you. Yes, he is. Well, he'll just start off confused at the McDonald's. Well, true. I mean, that's very true. That is part of the programming. You know that's not a flaw. That is designed oh, my that God. way. Yeah. Reach through the drive through window and grab you by the neck and... <laughs> Your order has been stored. (laughs) 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 All right. Anything else? Or I don't want to. (laughs) All right. Well, I just don't like that they can be confused. No. Well, it's fine if they can be confused, but let's let's make them stop when they're confused. Yeah. Don't just keep doing what they're supposed. They think they're supposed to do. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) All right. So from there, we're going. Over to the Mediterranean, around Portugal and Spain. Well, hold it. Oh, sorry. Go <laughs> I'm ahead. sorry. And just the more I think, we're going to have pilot robots or something. They're going to get confused and fly the plane into the side the of the mountain. It's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm confused. I, I so am... those you can't have just stop, though, because <laughs> they're flying a jet. Well, autopilot, he did a good job. <laughs> yeah, he's not confused. I mean, no, <laughs> he knew what he wanted <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> That's bugging Actually, me that I'm they just, can get confused. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, so anyway, back over to the Mediterranean around Portugal and Spain. Um, I think since around 2020, they've had a a spate of orca attacks on <laughs> boats. They're just attacking these boats. They're very angry about yeah, the so boats. So it says, in the wake of orca seeming, I like this, seeming to attack boats. No, it it, it has attacked boats. Yeah, you'll why, know. There's no seeming. And on a side note, before we get too far, why can't we just call things like they are anymore? Well, I understand. If, I don't think the orcas are going to sue this, <laughs> this news organization if they get something wrong. Yeah. No, not like if they're talking about a person, a lot of times they'll do that because like, well, I don't sure. want to be sued. Well, I get that. But even... Even as another example, we don't have to look too much further than the sharks. Remember, they're not shark attacks. They're encounters. Encounters. (laughs) No, they're attacks. They are attacking the people. Why can't we just say what it is? I hate that. Yeah, it is crazy. It's like, just say what it is. Drives me nuts. It's too easy that way. Yeah. 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 So it's in the wake of Orca seeming to attack boats around Portugal and Spain. Sailors are turning to unorthodox tactics in an attempt 
to deter them. One piece of advice going around is to blast heavy metal music underwater. <laughs> it says, uh, one crew seems to have learned that this doesn't, that this is a bad idea the hard way. <laughs> so I love this. Florian Roosh, who was captaining a catamaran across the Strait of Gibraltar, told the New York Times that his crew tried to use a special Metal for Orcas playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and you can click there and it, it takes you to this playlist of a bunch of <laughs> metal that I don't know. I don't listen to <laughs> that metal. But it says uh, they hoped would keep the large predators away. But that method didn't work at all. The Orcas <laughs> went for the vessel's rudder, making it impossible to steer. All crew members were ultimately rescued and Spanish authorities towed the catamaran back to shore. <laughs> um, so using loud music in a, as an attempted detour may backfire and harm the orcas. Okay, ba 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 ba. Where was that at? I'm sorry. In my oh my goodness. Yeah. So content, continuous orca attacks on boats in the region have been reported since 2020, with dozens of incidents and at least three boats totally sinking. No people have been reported killed. That's crazy. Okay, well, I can understand. I took a glimpse at this uh, playlist here. I <laughs> can understand it? why the orcas would... Uh, this seems awful. I don't know any of this stuff, but... Yeah, I looked. I did none oh of it my. familiar to me. This looks awful. I think there was um, 10 songs. Why don't you just roll down them? Maybe, maybe some of the listeners know this. Metal version of Under the Sea. <laughs> well, the first one is Fatal Invocation by the Fallen Prophets. Um, <clears throat> maybe some <laughs> classical music to soothe the orcas. I, I was gonna say, we're I'd just barely, whipping them no. up. They're getting in a mosh over the boat. <laughs> then slamming the boat around. Another one in here is exceptionally sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> the monument of misanthropy. It's like infinite terror is the next one. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> no half measures. It's like, well, no, they're destroying the boats. No half measures. No full measure. Jeez, I, no wonder. Didn't Metallica have a album, Kill Them All? Why don't we play yeah. that one? Let's, yeah. Yeah. Let's start really ramp them up. Yeesh. Any yeah, other notables on there that you well, want? To- not the, I don't know. I don't know any of these, but. Yeah, I don't either. Some of these band names, just from the band names themselves, it just sounds awful. I so wonder no, why they picked metal. I mean, I why didn't they pick like Barry Manilow or I, the Carpenters like, or something like that? Chill the whales oh out. Like you said, classical music. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that seems a bit much. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, or I don't want to move on if you had anything else? Yeah. Uh, uh, why are we, why metal music? I feel like that has the opposite effect. Yeah. You get them all churned up and. I play some even, soothing something like, ooh, uh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Try to do some whale sounds. Yeah, well, even if it's. <laughs> I mean, the metal has got to be causing all sorts of vibrations. They could have done some Taylor Swift or something. She seems to be really popular. Yeah, yeah. never know. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Well, I I heard a story today about uh, some memorabilia that went up on auction. So that got me thinking, like, oh, that's interesting. So, you know, Christmas time, you'd be looking for, of course, these are already purchased. But we'll give you some ideas of things maybe you could look for. Yeah. But before I get into that. If if money was no object, is there any celebrity memorabilia, celebrity items that you would like to purchase for yourself? So yeah. money's no object. Am I going first? Oh, sure. Um, well, most of mine are sports memorabilia. Okay. But uh, the the one non-sports memorabilia <clears throat> I would go for, and it's it seems kind of small or uh, not very – not very big, but I want the uh, world's best boss mug that Michael Scott. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty uses good. From the yeah. office, I I love the office as a TV show. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll loop back around to some of my sports ones. They they're a little bit I think bigger than that, but I'll let you guys. <clears throat> I think do Doug told there. me he wanted the uh, the white outfit that Wham wore and the Wake Me Up Before You Go Go video. Oh, I made one myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, mine, my first one, I got two. My first one is the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. 
I wrote mine you, down, Smokey and the Bandit, Trans Am. Yep. That was mine. <clears throat> that That's my first one. And then I would not mind having one of Neil Peart's drum sets from oh, Rush. That's a good one. I don't know where I'd put it, <laughs> but if money's no object, I'd have a place to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and outside of the Trans Am, just real quick, the only other one, just off the top of my head, would be kind of cool, but you'd need a, again... Seeming there's there's no money's no object, so I could have a building or something. But like the Cheers bar set, that, eh. that's kind of cool mm-hmm. to have. Just set up, people come over, and you got tables and stuff. Like, they come in, Doug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably be more yeah. like Cliff Clavin, if you're making fun of me and make me feel bad. Yeah, so did that, you that know the, the orca one. is turned up <clears throat> by <right>. metal music? <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only other one that I could think of. Yeah, that's say, pretty good. My sports ones. So if Walter Payton had scored a rushing touchdown in the Bears Super Bowl oh. win, easily that football. But I'm gonna take another football from that same game, the fridge. William the fridge. Perry. I would take yeah. that football from the Bears Super Bowl win because I'm a big Bears fan, and uh, I'm also a big Blackhawks fan. So uh, Duncan Keith's 2015 Stanley Cup winning um, puck, his okay. goal. Okay, I take that one, <clears throat> and then my favorite. Athlete of all time is Brian Erlacher. So when I was a kid playing football, I wore number fifty four for Brian Erlacher. Okay, he you know Bears. Oh yeah, Bears legend Brian Erlacher. So I would take his just a like game worn jersey. I always thought that'd be really cool. Frame it. See if I have a football signed by Brian Erlacher, and I have a Bears baseball cap signed by Brian Erlacher. Nice. Do you still have the photo of the fridge signed? I do not. I ah, still have that one. You I and I went not. to a trade show, and the fridge was there, and he signed he the picture for pictures. me. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was a big man. He was a big guy. <laughs> I did get to meet Brian Erlacher at a Bears training camp one time as a kid. Yep. And I had a card. One of you know you get the sports cards, yep. but. Yep. They just include a little tiny, you know, cutout. Yep, my right. son had one of those. So I, I got him to sign that for me, which was okay. really cool. But yeah. I would take a, I would take a whole jersey. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. Anything else? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. We we kind of came up with this kind of quick. So yeah, I can't. we did. I said if I sat and thought about it, I probably could come up with a stack of stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got I've got a couple of lists here. One are and there were some overlay, so I overlap. So I had to try to thin it out here. Some were some of the weird, weirdest celebrity memorabilia. And then I got a list of the most expensive that kind of set records for whatever that item was. So I'm going to do the, the weirdest one first. <clears throat> and I'll let you guys guess. Mm. Uh, in the year 2000, an avid NSYNC fan got the opportunity of a lifetime when Justin Timberlake didn't eat his breakfast during an interview at the radio station Z100. The DJ put the neglected French toast on eBay. Oh my god! And one student won the bidding. <laughs> what do you think they got for that? For the Justin Timberlake's French toast, a student won the bid. That's what it says. Bidding? Kathy Summers, nineteen, said, "I'll probably freeze dry it and then seal it and put it on my dresser." Sheesh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to throw out three thousand dollars. I was going to six thousand. It's a bargain. One thousand twenty-five dollars. Oh. I could have bought five of them with my. Could have. <laughs> Next, Scarlett Johansson appeared on the Tonight Show in 2008, and at one point required a tissue to blow her nose. Oh, after leaving behind, after leaving behind some lipstick and you know nose stuff, she sealed the bag. She sealed Gosh. the bag and signed it. ScarJo claimed that Samuel L. Jackson had given her the cold, thus the tissue was more valuable. <laughs> Somebody grabbed it, put it on eBay. And the proceeds went to charity. What do you think that somebody bought that for? Okay, well, this has got to be more, but yeah, I'll let you guys. First. <clears throat> I think it's a little more. It's still, I'm gonna say twenty five hundred. If the other one was, how much did you say, Justin? To- one thousand twenty five for Justin. Yeah, I'll say twenty five hundred. I'm gonna go more. I'm gonna say four thousand fifty three hundred dollars. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Russell Crowe had an auction where he auctioned off the jockstrap he wore <laughs> for Gladiator. Oh, this item man. was purchased by John Oliver. What do you think he paid? 
John Oliver Russell, bought it. That's what it says. Yeah, that's odd. For Russell Crowe's Gladiator Jockstrap. Back to you. How about seventy five hundred? I'm gonna go a little higher on this one since another like star bought it. So he's got cash. I must say twelve grand. Eight thousand five hundred forty oh. bucks. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. All right, so Lady Gaga, Born This Way Tour. She was wearing black and gold acrylic nails painted for her by her manicurist. One of them broke off. A stagehand picked it up, threw it on eBay, and what did it sell for? 3200 bucks. Uh, I was about to say 3000 I'll say 3000 Twelve grand. Wow. Twelve thousand. I should have went back. You would, you would have been right, right there. Joan Rivers <laughs> had a dog that she bought a Tiffany dog bowl for. It was inscribed with Spike, the name of the dog. And in 2016, it was sold at auction. What did she get for? Or what did they get for the Tiffany dog bowl? <clears throat> How about about fourteen thousand dollars? See, this is a Tiffany, and it's Joan. I'm going to go. <clears throat> I'm going to go higher. Thirty-six thousand. Fourteen thousand on the oh, nose. Wow, good call. <laughs> okay. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. One private English collector had to cough up some money to become the owner of a pair of Queen Victoria's cotton knickers. <laughs> the knickers had a 45-inch waist and was used, uh, and they dated the knickers to be around the late 1890s. What a do you think? 45-inch waist? That's what it said. That seems large. I think, sir, I don't know. It, they don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> so what do you think somebody paid for... Queen Victoria's underwear. Uh, Queen Victoria, uh, ten thousand. Oh no! Oh, you got to go like twenty thousand here. You're yeah, 20? twenty. Yeah, fourteen thousand five hundred. Oh, that's kind of split it a little bit. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. In 2006, William Shatner had a kidney stone removed. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he put the kidney stone up for auction to donate all the money to his housing charity. What do you think somebody paid for William Shatner's kidney stone? $18,000. I think I'm going to go a little lower. $8,200. Holy cow. $25,000. Gosh. You'd think it was moon rocks that you were buying. All right. Once upon a time, a 17-year-old Justin Bieber <laughs> gave his recently cut locks to Ellen DeGeneres. And she put them on uh, eBay. Well, that was nice of her. He gives her the locks and she goes and sells them. What do you think she got for them? Justin Timberlake's locks. Justin Bieber. Or, or, oh, Bieber's. The Biebs. Oh, the Biebs. Um, 18000 $35,000. $40,668. Okay. Yeah. In 1954. Oh, hang on here. Yeah, in 1954, Marilyn Monroe went to the hospital. And got a chest x-ray. <laughs> that chest x-ray went up for auction. Now, in 1956, those x-rays were sold. On eBay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. In 1966, yeah. those x-rays were sold for $3,000. What did they sell for? And it doesn't tell me when it... Uh, da, 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 da. It doesn't tell me the year, but recently sold for. So, sixty thousand. 
I'm going to go high. 100 and a quarter. 45,000. Wow. Bargain. It's a bargain. Man, I guess. And let's see here. Man, the stuff I think is going to go high is not. Okay. One barber with some strong foresight stowed away some locks belonging to Elvis Presley. Naturally, Elvis fans really love the king. They threw him up on auction. What do you think they got for the locks of the king? The king of rock and roll. How how can you even verify if this is actually his hair or not? That's a good question. I don't <laughs> know. Sorry, it's a side DNA. <laughs> is, it, is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> the king's hair, seventy-two thousand. Mm. See, I'm coming back up to. I'm going sixty again, sixty thousand. Seventy-two thousand on oh, the nose. I think we know who bought Elvis's hair. Oh, it's in my little case down here. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping to trade off for the Trans Am with it later. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that that was all the weird celebrity. Now Man. we're going to go over to some of the the most. It's expensive. funny. I had written down Britney Spears's hair. If <laughs> I thought maybe it'd be something Doug would buy. <laughs> <laughs> when she shaved her head, remember? Oh, yeah. I figured somebody... I made a wig out of it. Son, some Then I put it on. I pretend I'm Brittany, and I walk yeah. around. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> well, now you have to walk around with a bunch of knives and stuff. And, like, weird on it. Well, now. Video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. And you may know some of these I've heard, but so. A pair of Nike Air Jordan 1s, game-worn. Signed by Michael Jordan. Oh my goodness! In 1985, went up for auction. Goodness. Oh, Sotheby's auction. What did they get for those Nike Air Jordans? I mean, these have got this to was be. May of 2020. Yeah, uh, this has got to be like. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna just throw out like a million bucks. Honestly. I was thinking 1.2 is yeah. what I was. 1.2. Yeah. And you said one. Yeah. Five hundred and sixty thousand. Oh, oh, all right. Well, less than I thought. And that's for a pair of shoes. Ooh. You get both of them. Both <laughs> shoes. If you only got one. Well, yeah. If we had, you know, if we were looking at price per shoe. <laughs> All right. Kim Kardashian purchased Michael Jackson's smooth criminal hat. Uh, it doesn't say when. I'm trying to find. Don't, don't. Dick it down, don't. Okay. <laughs> what did she. Uh, what did she pay for that hat? For that fedora. It's a white fedora. Uh, $200,000. 600K. $56,250. A bargain. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. So we've got. I'll trade her one and, Elvis uh, hair for. Darth Vader's helmet, war- helmet. Darth Vader's helmet, <laughs> worn by actor David Prowse in Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, was sold to an anonymous bidder for how much? I'm gonna say it's just the helmet. It's not the whole outfit. Yeah, and it was worn by the actor in the movie. I'm gonna say. Five hundred and fifty thousand. Well, you went way higher than I thought I was going. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my low number, eighty-eight thousand. Eight hundred ninety-eight thousand oh. four hundred twenty. <laughs> Holy cow! See, I've, the thing what gets you in these if if you just have somebody that's nostalgia that has a lot yeah. of money, it, it it could just drive it the could, price yeah. way up. Well, and we're talking about Star Wars here too. So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A 1969 Charger from the Dukes of Hazard, the General Lee. This was owned by actor John Snyder. Mm-mm. Since the car was used in both the TV series and the 2000 movie, the Dukes of Hazard, Hazard in Hollywood. The design of the roof's car, a giant Confederate flag, became a source of controversy in 2015. But in 2007, it sold on eBay for how much? In in 07? So this was 07. This was before all the controversy. So, you know. Um, 480. See, I think car collectors. Now, it was used in the TV series and a movie. Yeah. And owned by John Schneider. Car collectors, I think, go crazy. Cars do go wild. So I'm going to say. You think it's in the millions? I'm going to say a million. One million? Yeah. 
Both are way under. Nine million nine hundred thousand five hundred dollars. Wow. Of course, it had broken frame and everything from where they jumped it over. Now, this one is is a famous one. Um, it's been dubbed the Holy Grail of movie memorabilia. Judy Garland's ruby red slippers oh, from The man. Wizard of Oz. The last time it was at auction, how much did it sell for? It says listed for. Well. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to say, and this is the <clears throat> holy grail of movie memorabilia. I mean, I got to go like 25 million bucks. Yeah, it's got to be high. I mean, it's got to um, be insane, right? You would think. I will go 18 million. I'm going to go under. Six million. Huh? Six million. <clears throat> the Holy right. Grail is six million. <laughs> okay. For this next item, we're going to the musical Grease. <laughs> Hopelessly devoted to you. Okay. This is the skin tight black pants that Olivia Newton John wore as Sandy in Greece. It was bought by Sarah Blakely, who was the founder of Spanx. What did she pay for those skin tight leather pants? 175k. 500k. 162,000. Oh. Pretty good on that one. I keep up on my Olivia pants. <laughs> well, you have a replica <laughs> pair that you wear around, so it's my tight black ones. With my Elvis hair. I think that's what you're wearing for Thanksgiving this year, isn't it? I might. <laughs> All right. At the U.S. Open in 2018, Serena Williams was defeated, uh, or she lost to Naomi Osaka. And at the end of that, she was so upset, she smashed her tennis racket. How much did that destroyed tennis racket go for? Seventy-five thousand. Twenty-five K. Twenty thousand nine hundred and ten. <laughs> you just you never know. No, you don't. All right. We have another Marilyn Monroe item here. Mm. This Marilyn Monroe item is a dress that she wore when she sang Happy Birthday to you. Thank you, Marilyn. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President. To JFK. So the dress was covered in 2,500 rhinestones. And the I last time it was sold. Bill Clinton had that was covered. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it, was, it was covered in something else. Not rhinestones, I don't think. <laughs> I could be wrong. This was last. <clears throat> Last sold at auction in 1999. So this would be the 1999 price for the Marilyn Monroe dress. The Marilyn Monroe dress that she sang to Kennedy. Um, The gown was said to be so tight-fitting, Marilyn Monroe had to be sewn into it on the day of the party. Wow. That sounds as tight as my Thanksgiving pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's an image I wish I could get out of my head. Uh, Got a nice pant. Getting sewn into his black tight pants. (laughs) Oh, my uh, gosh. I, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be high, but I'm going to, I don't feel like it's got to be high. I'm going to say 325000 500000 $1,267,500. Uh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, and that was in 99. Yeah. So now it's even worth more. All right. Um, she wasn't still sewn into it, was she? I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. The, uh, the 1927 movie Metropolis. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It was a big, yeah, it was a weird sci-fi, <clears throat> yeah, kind of very weird, yeah, uh, from 1927. We're not talking like Superman, right? I mean, this is uh, uh, it wasn't Superman, though. No, it was, it was weird. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, I just yeah. saw some of that recently I before Superman. <laughs> actually, 1927. Was, yeah, it could. Cool. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, a 1927 Metropolis movie poster, one of only four known to exist was purchased by a private collector in 2005 for this amount. Who's got the other three? I don't know. Mm. $300,000. Uh, there was a bidding war between the person who uh, owned it or ended up getting it and three other bidders. 
three out it's, of the, it's an extremely rare, rare piece of film history. Well, okay. I still don't But I'm not trying to uh, sway you one way. I'm just trying to give you all no, the information. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll stick it. What did you say? I said 300K. Do I want to go higher or lower than Mike? Uh, That's the question. 450. 690. Uh-huh. Dang. An iconic dress worn by Kate Winslet on the Titanic. The red and black dress. Sold in 2012 for this amount. The Titanic. So this dress. dress was worn during the scene which Kate Winslet's character, Rose, first meets Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Jack. It's a huge movie. Huge movie. Big but, love story. But this isn't the, uh, you know, what they say about the ruby slippers. <laughs> this is not the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah, no. this is. Uh, this was 2012. I'm going to say 180,000. A little more. I'm going to go 750,000. 330,000. Mm. Okay. In 2006, Andy Warhol's signature silver ah. wig sold for this amount during his estate's first auction since his 1987 death. Warhol was a leading pop art figure. A generous man always gave us little gifts, said a friend of his, or nephew, rather. You said this was 87? Well, that's when he died. Oh, that's when he died. Uh, um, I'm trying to, let me see, does it say? 2006. Sure. 2006, okay. So it's um, been a few years. 350,000. <sighs> I'm thinking low. 75,000. 10,800. Oh. <laughs> I'm overinflating all these things, man. A fully restored version of James Bond's Aston Martin DB5, which appeared in the Goldfinger film, was sold at an RM Sotheby's auction for this amount. $23 million. I was going to give you a little more information, but... Greg went with twenty three million. Oh, <laughs> he shot. He, he took okay. off. Yeah. Well, you, you can give Mike the rest of the information. It is one of only three Bond modified DB five vehicles in existence. No other car in history has played a more important leading role on film and in pop culture than the Aston Martin DB five. I probably spouted too. I'm sticking with the twenty three. But how much was the uh, Charger? Over nine. It was that almost was nine. ten. Nine million nine hundred. Okay. 000. I'll stick with my twenty three. Uh. 25 million. 6.4 million. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. In 2009, Michael Jackson's famous white glove, covered <laughs> in glittering crystals, sold for this amount to Hong Kong businessman Hoffman Ma. Says the glove was worn by Jackson when he famously moonwalked across the stage for the first time at the 1983 Motown 25th television special. The glove has become a trademark of the star's incredible career, almost synonymous with the man himself. Two hundred and fifty. They do not say if he wore it in bed with his the children. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guy that bought it put it on one of those Japanese robot hands. He might have <laughs> <laughs> got it to talk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> 250, 250, 250, 250K. 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 
How about uh, 2.1 million? Okay. I'm going to record breaking. <laughs> record breaking. 27.8 million. Oh, whoa, geez. <laughs> 15 million. Record breaking. Oh, my gosh. $250 million. <laughs> Holy smokes. I can't even comprehend that much money. Uh, 300 million. $116 million. <laughs> wow. Gosh. Yeah, so it's that. that the bad I thing, take they it that's not costume jewelry. No. And they don't tell you how many pieces. It just says no. the collection. So you're like, I, and all they show is one picture of a, a necklace. The necklace is impressive. Yeah. It well, the necklace notoriously she had a big collection. The but... necklace itself said sold for $11.8 million. Wow. So that was just the necklace. Uh, a couple more here. A Batman what Returns. What I can sell my wedding ring for when I'm gone? <laughs> a Batman Returns costume worn by Michael Keaton sold at auction in 2017. Um, and that's all it really says. No more information than that. So, 2017, somebody bought the Michael Keaton Batman. Hold it, Batman Returns. Yeah. So this is even the second one. Probably, yeah. I think so it's, it's not the second even one. the first. It's not the first one. <laughs> it's Michael the second Keaton. one. I'm sorry. I just can't. I'm just picturing <laughs> Greg walking into the Pawn Stars. <laughs> How much can I get for this? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hey, if you gave um, that much for Elizabeth Taylor's, this ought to be at least worth, you know. <laughs> um, back to the Batman. So. Actually, it'll probably be Lori that'll be taking it into the Pawn Stars. <laughs> <laughs> How about 250K? Um. Uh, I'm gonna say a little less. Seventy-five k. I'm Batman. <laughs> no, Forty-one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. See if it had been the original. Yeah, <laughs> but since it was a return, a bullwhip used by Harrison Ford and in Indiana Ooh. Jones sold for this amount. Estimated, uh, <laughs> it was estimated only to fetch a mere five thousand dollars. The whip was originally donated by Harrison Ford. To the Institute of Archaeology to help build a new Center for Conservation and Museum Science. Uh, Twenty-eight thousand, sixty-five thousand, thirty-five thousand four hundred and sixty dollars. And let's see, I may have one more here. <laughs> okay, we have another. Perhaps one of the more ridiculous celebrity memorabilia sales. Niall Horan. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's on The Voice. Okay. He was with, uh, oh, shoot, what's that? The British boy band, uh, One Direction? Again, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, he was with One Direction. I know. He had a <laughs> piece of half-eaten toast sold at auction. Says after appearing on an Australian morning program, Sunrise, Horan failed to finish his Vegemite covered toast, and it wasn't long before the snack ended up on eBay. I'm assuming he was already big with One Direction, but since he's been on The Voice, he's getting bigger. But what year was this? this has been it, it does not say the year. So but, be, uh, he, he was, let's say, famous. Yeah, he's famous. Yes, yeah, he's famous. It doesn't say who bought it. If it's ridiculous, I mean, it's toast. It says, so I'm going to say 20000 Probably the guy that got the French toast. I'm going to say 20000 for toast. Half eaten uh, toast. I'm going to put it this way. I'll give you a little hint. The guy with the French toast, the woman with the French toast, she got a steal, apparently. Because toast, 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 is, is, uh, toast is very expensive. Okay, well, apparently. I'm going to say 50000 then. I'm saying 78000 a hundred thousand dollars oh, for happy Vegemite toast. Well, that was only a thousand, right? For the uh, yeah French toast. Yeah, jeez. And the last one I got here: a chair that J.K. Rowling sat in while writing the first two Harry Potter books fetched this amount at an auction in 2016. Sold to a private collector. This is a 1930s era chair that had previously sold at auction for twenty nine thousand dollars. But that was before, and then she got it, and she sat in it and wrote two Harry Potter books. 87000 150000 $394,000. Oh, wow. So that was it. See, if it sold now, it'd go less because she got canceled. Yeah, yeah, she got canceled. So that's what, yeah, that's a, it, it makes a very big 
difference on when this item was yes. bought. Yeah. All right, let's do a few of these stupid uh, Christmas criminals. Stupid Christmas criminals. <laughs> okay. These are some uh, tales of woe. Listen, you need to relax. People getting pretty pretty wound up. It says this was in 2009 in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. A couple had some uh, a bad Christmas, in their own words. Randy Young, who was a female, gave Heath Bloom a Nintendo Wii for Christmas. But he wanted a remote control airplane instead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These are adults. Yes. Okay. His girlfriend was not pleased with his response and got up to leave. But Blom grabbed her by the hair as she went by. While Young was having none of that, she turned around and slugged him. We just had a bad Christmas, Young said. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Both of them ended up bruised, charged with misdemeanor assault. The judge was not pleased. And this part I don't get. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it says, the judge actually ordered Young, who's the woman, to get a job within 21 days. The judge ordered also ordered Young to provide proof that she was sending out applications. So I don't know why he made her look for a job. So I take it Heath must have been working already. But or maybe she was, he's just like, hey, woman, you need to provide some money for this man. Yeah. She was the one that got him the Wii. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I don't know. And then they didn't make her go buy him the airplane. No. Well, maybe <laughs> that's why she had to get the job. <laughs> Could be. He wanted an airplane. You got him a Wii. Yeah. How inconsiderate. This judge may have uh, been able to relate to that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he felt for the guy. Maybe he wanted He's been an there airplane. before. <laughs> My deadbeat wife brings nothing to our marriage. Yeah, he's been there before. <laughs> All I got was the original NES. <laughs> yeah. Says in 2011, a boy had a very, a pretty unnerving event. 11 year old <laughs> spotted a 44 year old burglar stranger in his Vandalia, Ohio home. Terry Trent <laughs> described high on basalt. Oh, Jeez. Now that is the scary. But yeah. fortunately, he didn't mean any harm. Actually, he put up Christmas decorations <laughs> and lounged around, lit candles, hung a wreath. Then kick back and watch some television with the volume turned up loud. <laughs> no one disclosed what he was watching, but we're going to hazard a guess it was a Christmas-themed show. I'm thinking it's a wonderful life. I think so. The 11-year-old boy saw what Trent was doing around the house and called his mom, who was actually next door at the time at a neighbor's. Trent was described as polite and said to the child, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my <laughs> things and go. So he just broke he had in. things, I guess, to take with him. What do you have? To- well, you need ladder. Well, yeah, he's putting up Christmas decorations. True. I mean, you gotta have stuff. True, you do gotta. Have I, stuff. I like how uh, the basalts made this guy considerate. Yeah, he doesn't. That's probably because usually it goes the other way. He doesn't want to eat people's the, faces. The, the basalts usually ramp it the other direction. Yeah, he didn't turn into a zombie. You know, with yeah. the basalts. So. <laughs> Okay, in 2013, a Massachusetts mall Santa, Herbert Jones, was banned after he allegedly groped an 18-year-old woman dressed as an elf. The two of them were working at a photo booth when Jones allegedly pinched her buttocks and made suggestive comments. Come on, Jones Santa. pleaded. Jones pleaded not guilty to indecent assault and battery and was told not to come back to the Hanover Mall. He was also ordered not to dress up as Santa. <laughs> What? <laughs> but Jones said this was all a big misunderstanding. Come on, Why guys. the woman recalled him saying, I wish you were a few years older and I was younger and groping her rear end. Jones said he never did anything of the sort. He would never have done something like that. I did not touch that girl, he said, while he was seated on his Santa throne. Yeah. The, elf woman, the elf lady walked by him and brushed up against his hand. Jones claimed... That he pulled away to avoid touching her. He also said the remarks about being younger were not sexual. He claimed that he was wishing he was young again so he could do life differently. <laughs> I don't know why he wished that she was older, but <laughs> I don't know. Also, we brought up Bill Clinton once already. <laughs> yeah. That's the quote. I did, I did not. not touch that girl. The elf apparently quit her job after this incident. So I was telling earlier, I was bringing this up. I was going to take a little bit of the defense for the guy. Because really, if a guy, if a girl makes that accusation, most of the time the guy, unless there's video proof, the guy don't have a chance. 
I mean, True. the accusations made, he may as well just write it off. He's he's done. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg is sticking up for the sexual predators out there, so we do have that. Just going this for one. <laughs> Nobody wants to grab an elf's butt. That's right. Nobody wants it. But sometimes they she... go by and they stick it on your hand. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed Maybe to do? Maybe she did that. Maybe, Maybe she, she sat down and she, up. she clenched her cheeks a little bit. Yeah. Maybe she's got like the buns of steel, the workouts. Yeah. She's out there, you know, on the Peloton and. She, yeah. Maybe she assaulted his hand. Maybe she was taunting him. Maybe she assaulted his hand with her buttocks. And taunting him. He's just reminiscing about being a young man to do his life over. That's right. Look at me. I'm an old man in a mall dressed as a Santa Claus. I'm a mall Santa. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't start out. All right, yet. Greg, you've, you've swung me to your side now. <laughs> I'm with you. He said, I didn't start out this as guy an, elf, is an elf like you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With your young, supple buttocks <laughs> and your elf costume. I'm a big, flabby Santa. I've got nothing to look forward to. Oh, I would do things so differently. <laughs> I could have been somebody. I'd been the chief elf by now if I was your age. Uh, oh, my gracious. All right. In 2013, a 44-year-old North Charleston, South Carolina woman was not about to let the holidays pass without stocking up on her brewskis. Gotta have the brewskis. Helen Williams unleashed her wrath on her husband when he came back home without any bear. <laughs> the cat. How dare her? <laughs> or him. Sorry. Williams allegedly beat and stabbed her man with a ceramic squirrel. Because <laughs> the stores nuts. were closed on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Meaning that there would be no beer to guzzle. The victim was found on the floor covered in blood and Williams apparently explained that he fell. <laughs> He fell on that squirrel 17 times. <laughs> this sounds like Fusilli Jerry. <laughs> yeah. The Charleston Sheriff's County wanted to know why Williams was herself uh, was covered in blood. After that, the story got a bit more, con- uh, got, they got a bit more context. The man said that Williams attacked because he didn't bring home the beer. <laughs> Williams was charged with domestic violence and stabbing her man in the shoulder and chest with a ceramic squirrel. I love this next line. It's not immediately clear why the squirrel was the weapon of choice. <laughs> she could have grabbed anything. Yeah. <laughs> she could have grabbed a ceramic deer, a ceramic raccoon. <laughs> I picture their house. A lot of ceramic animals. <laughs> she sh- she pumps- I'm glad she just didn't like, stab him in the groin and say, hey, he's Ooh. looking for his nuts. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a tough woman. I would be scared to go home to her. I would just make sure I bring oh, beer man. home. I think when I left to get the beer, I just wouldn't come back. <laughs> They'd be like, nope. Yeah. I'm going to go work as a mall Santa. <laughs> Says desperate times call for desperate measures. So if you need to get some Christmas shopping done, just bring a friend along and have them fake a heart attack and walk out with the goods. Actually, don't do that. The strategy didn't work. In 2014, at Walmart, in the weeks leading up to Christmas, Tara Scott and Gerald Dupree allegedly hatched a plan where Dupree would fake a heart attack to distract security (laughs) and the other would steal a motorized Barbie car and vacation home. It would have been quite a haul as those items were worth $369 and that's four years ago. Actually, that's more than that. So this story is a little older. And later they got another accomplice and they broke into a abandoned (laughs) prison. (laughs) This I, this, I carry uh, this iteration. There we go. This iteration of I fallen and can't get up fooled people at first, but Dupree casually got up and left the store and left the store slowly and met up with Scott outside. They drove off in the same car. Oh, and by the way, this was all caught on surveillance camera. The two would later be charged with grand theft. They also had 30 plus arrests between the two of them. Shocker. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that. Uh, so this happened on New Year's, actually. So uh says weeks after Christmas 2015 in Post Falls, Idaho, a man legally named Santa Claus was busted <laughs> for DUI. Actually, he was observed driving the wrong way. The 67-year-old man, who was as bearded as you would expect, was a resident of Washington State. There was not a sleigh or reindeer in sight. Although this could have been a tragic ending, the charge against Santa Claus was reduced to misdemeanor reckless driving. Uh, he paid $700. Uh, Santa Claus apparently reeked of alcohol. 
when he was contacted by police. He said he had three to four beers at a local bar, but his <laughs> blood alcohol level samples came out at one or .13 and .19. In other words, significantly intoxicated. Did he just tell him he was tired from the drive from the drive down from the North Pole? Could be. <laughs> Could be. be like, look, I got to bring Mrs. Claus back some booze. <laughs> yeah, she'll stab me with a squirrel. It's been a long time. Right, that's right. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> All these elves are getting handsy with me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What's a guy supposed to yeah. do? <gasps> Give said, me a break. I, you know what? Now I'm on my side. Mike has talked yeah. me over. Santa Claus had, did nothing wrong. My sleigh is broken. That's the why I'm in the car. Him, let him, you know, take him to the bar, yeah. get him tanked up, and drive him home. The reindeer are on strike. Look, times are tough around here. Yeah. I'm trying to get these toys out. A New Jersey 66 year old volunteer Santa Claus named Charles Smith was arrested in 2017. On drug charges, Smith, a former New Jersey transit employee and Toys for Tots volunteer, was allegedly found with a crack pipe on his person. <laughs> on his person. The arrest occurred after Smith was pulled over for an unspecified motor vehicle violation. The crack pipe and the Santa costume were allegedly out in the open and easily up. So what do we care about the Santa costume? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, is that a Santa costume on your front seat? <laughs> Authorities also say they found empty bags of crack, heroin, and hypodermic needles. Santa was very bad. But he was busted for the Santa outfit. Oh, yeah. That was the one that really got him. <laughs> yeah. And it wouldn't be complete. Chris, oh, it wouldn't be a complete Christmas day without brawling at a Waffle House. <laughs> Supposedly, that's what these pugilists felt back in 2017. Things went off the rails in Fayetteville, North Carolina grub spot early Christmas morning. Around 12.35 a.m. to be exact. Around and exact in the same sentence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Within a few words of each other. Yes. But yes. Yeah. Around and exact. Several people were involved in a brawl that absolutely trashed this Waffle House, as you can How could uh, they tell? It says, some of the people were trying to break up this fight. <laughs> yes. It doesn't look any different. <laughs> some of the people trying to break up the fight were wearing Santa hats. <laughs> it's not even clear why this happened how it started in the first place but when police got there they arrested jasmine jackson at the time the video went viral the man who posted it commented that he was just trying to eat jackson was charged with damage to real property assault and battery and simple misdemeanor possession of marijuana okay it's funny some of the people trying to break up the fight were wearing santa hats it's like none of the fighters had on santa hats but the people trying to break it up they're real you know they're in the christmas spirit at a waffle house breaking up fights yeah (laughs) this is like a normal tuesday in december at waffle house yeah all right a couple more here says 31 year old man cleburne uh in cleburne texas showed up outside of a church and told children Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge, or sorry, Aaron Urbanski, was arrested for trespassing. Urbanski was one of three people protesting outside of a Breakfast with Santa event. <laughs> oh, my God. Unlike Dude. the others, Urbanski didn't want sign. to leave. What are you doing? Hey, Santa smokes crack, gets drunk, and gets handsy with elves. You want your kids stabbed by a squirrel? (laughs) Oh my god! You want your kids looking up to somebody like that, Mike? Huh? (laughs) You want little kids running around trying to be that? I don't see what's wrong with it. (laughs) Unlike the others, Urbanski did not want to leave. He said, "Okay, you are under arrest for criminal trespassing." The mayor couldn't resist scolding the man for this incident. Don't mess with Santa, Mayor Scott (laughs) Kane said. Guess they wanted coal in their stockings to go out with a court appearance. This is why I picture the C C S. What are the guy with the uh, the sunglasses? And he puts the glasses on (laughs) after the. uh, What's his name? The redheaded guy. Would I can't think of the show. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not sure. It was a yeah. Doesn't matter. And lastly, someone in La Quinta, California, did the unthinkable. A person dressed in. All black was caught on camera showing up to someone's doorsteps and stealing Christmas lights before driving away. (laughs) Chris Miller was the resident affected, and he posted a video on Facebook to warn others that this malcontent 
was on the loose after the video was posted. Local police, uh, local news contacted Miller, and he said what we're all thinking. Their Christmas decorations, what kind of a person would do that? All that for $30 worth of Christmas decorations. This thief will without question be getting coal for Christmas. So there you go. <laughs> Don't end up on the naughty list. All these guys are on the Don't. naughty list. Nope. Yeah. But Santa's on his own naughty well, Santa's, list. Yeah, Santa was terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Now I'm nervous. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving cookies out for Santa. I think he wants to get my cookies. That's the problem. I put my <laughs> cookies away. But somebody might come and decorate your house for you. That would be cool. You could yeah. be, you know, sleeping. Or steal and... my decorations. Yeah. I don't know which it's going to be. Uh, yeah, you yeah. never know which one you're going to get. Well, it depends on how much bath salts they've consumed. Yeah, I like the guy that decorated the house, though. He sounded chill. I mean, like he wanted as to much, sit and watch TV. Yeah. and As a big a pain as it is to put up all the decorations, I'd rather Santa come get handsy with me than somebody <laughs> steal my Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, would yeah. it be traumatic? Yes, I would not like it, but at least my decorations would still be up. <laughs> all right. Anything else? I got nothing. It's going to complete this show. Mike? I got nothing. Nope. No. Nope. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and listening. We do appreciate each and every one of you. Check out all of our social media feeds, Instagram, Facebook, X, YouTube, Rumble, oh, is anything that X else. that's formerly known as Twitter? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I st- still hear that. And it's like, okay, well, how, how long do we need to mention that? It's like, okay, I think Apparently we all Apparently at least know. one more week. Gosh, <laughs> we all know by now what we're talking yeah. about. So... Anyway, relax, people. We're getting out there in the Christmas season. People are starting to get ramped up a little bit, trying to get Christmas shopping. It's not as you do a lot of online, but take a breath. Take relax. beer home to your wife so you don't get oh, stabbed with a Do not forget to get the beer for your wives, fellas. <laughs> I don't want to hear or read about any of our listeners, you know, getting stabbed with a squirrel. Oh, that would be terrible. But take a deep breath, relax. Don't get so mad, offended about things. It's going to be okay. And we hope you're tuning in seven days. Until then, see ya. Later. Peace. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.